I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Rusty Quill presents Chapter and Multiverse Oh, goodness. You look like you've had a busy day. Why not take a seat, and I'll bring you a delicious hot chocolate. How about that? And I can tell you a little more about Adib, Morgan, Minnie and Joseph while we're at it. I believe that I just started telling you about their visit to Taj's incredible warehouse. Filled to the brim with all the equipment and gadgetry a young superhero could desire. But it wouldn't be long before they had to put their new gear to the test. Hello and welcome back to Chapter and Multiverse, the actual play podcast where we explore the same city across multiple parallel universes. I am your game master, Maddie Searle. My pronouns are she, her. And today we are continuing our campaign of Masks, A New Generation, which is designed by Brendan Conway and allows players to take on the role of young superheroes. But before we go any further, I must introduce our wonderful and talented players. Could you please let me know your name and pronouns and your character's name and pronouns, starting with Lori. Hello, I am Lori and I am playing Bloodayweth Morgan, known as Morgan. No superhero name as of yet. And we both go by she, her pronouns. Wonderful. And Ahmed. Hi, I'm Ahmed Al-Jawri and I am playing Adib, aka The Turban. His pronouns are he and him. Wonderful. And Lydia. My name's Lydia Nicholas. My pronouns are she, they, and I am playing Minnie Smithson, who usually uses she, uh, sometimes gets mixed up, and doesn't have like a hero name that's been mentioned yet, because totally a human, just a human that can like control the sun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Cool. Legit. And yeah. Pip. Hello, I'm Pip Gladwin. I will be playing Joseph Teller. His superhero alias is Zenith. And uh, we both go by he, him. Wonderful. All right. So last we left off, Vera Constantine, your supervisor at Targ, the superhero governmental agency, let you into this huge honking great warehouse full of costumes and gadgets and weapons and just anything your superhero heart could desire and she kind of basically turns to all of you and says well um it's entirely up to you what you what you choose uh, obviously within reason we don't want you on to the teeth to a ridiculous extent but yeah, as long as you're happy with it, that's the most important thing. Just to, as a quick thing, Minnie will obviously be used to another level of technology. And so will, <laughs> like, I like the idea that she's facing, like, literally the most advanced stuff that Taj has and sort of looks back with the, like, completely mm-hmm. straight face, like, the, there's no guile to her. And um, and where's the advanced stuff? <laughs> oh, um... Well, this is our entire selection. We're actually, um, we're very egalitarian with how we distribute our equipment. Even the higher level superheroes and the, and the new recruits have access to the same equipment. 
So um, I'm assuming that where you're from, things are a bit more advanced. That would be our tech team would be very interested to talk to you in that where, case. I mean, yeah, where I'm from, like downtown. Yeah, that's um, things are just very advanced. Uh, they're three stops away on the bus. <laughs> Great. Okay. Uh, she kind of makes a note in her phone and <laughs> sort of just like, mm, good. Yeah, interesting. It's, it's, well, it was absolutely not intended as a sarcastic thing. Like, Minnie's just, she thought she was, every time she thinks that she's making a sensible and relevant comment, she gets that look. <laughs> So frustrating. Human, so complex. <laughs> so complex. <laughs> yeah. So, is there any particular area of this warehouse that attracts you? There is obviously the more costume aspect of things. There uh, is the weapons. There is various technological gadgets and stuff going on. I basically, basically, I want to do a fashion montage. Yay! That's that's my goal here. Mm-hmm. I want to do a fashion montage, but with weapons as well. <laughs> So does anyone want to go first? And yeah. Morgan is a little overwhelmed. Like she's looking around. She's probably going to be drawn to physical impact stuff. Like, yeah. I mean, uh, do you have like, I don't know, quarter staffs or? Oh yeah, or, of course. Or no, no, yeah, for sure. Um, she leads you down one of the aisles of shelves and shelves of stuff, and you are handed this quarter staff with two kind of strange devices on either end and Vera explains these are actually stun gadgets that can do these kinetic impacts when you attack oh it's yeah we'll try and be as non-lethal as possible but obviously there are some cases where lethal force is required Um, we try and keep those to an absolute minimum but yeah if this is something that you'd be interested in I'd be very happy to uh, give this to you and um, set you up with a trainer um, I mean yes but it just occurs to me like do you have um well i don't know protective gear for like if someone were to try and take your life force for example just picking a completely random thing at random is there anything that you could like provide for that do you mean for yourself or for someone else um myself Right. Though actually thinking about it, other people too. Maybe other people should have that too. Yes. Yes. Do you have a lot of Kevlar? Because it's woven and I can actually manipulate it, but I can't put my hands on it because this stuff is expensive and I can't put it in my credit card because my father is going to ask questions later. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Um, yes, there is plenty of bulletproof material uh, that is woven. So absolutely, you can get yes. your hands on that. What about not bullets? <laughs> well uh that is that is more difficult when it comes mm. to the more abstract and metaphysical aspects of oh superhero abilities it's hard to okay our science lab is working very hard on all kinds of protective gear all the time uh but i'm afraid that and when it comes to something as amorphous as life force it's very difficult to no no that's yeah, sure. I mean, that's what my uncle found as well. Um, I just thought maybe with your resource, it's fine. I'll um, I'll just go play with this and like goes off. Well, not not too far away, but is kind of testing out the weight of the quarter staff in her hand. And uh, to anyone who's trained, <laughs> Joseph, she has no idea what she's doing. <laughs> like brute force, just kind of like swishing it around a bit. Yes. Yeah, so um, Adib, yeah. Let me show you where the uh, where all the Kevlar. Yeah, I, I uh, drop yeah. my bag in front of me and in a spin Sailor Sun like <laughs> <laughs> Magical in a girl. Sailor Sun like <laughs> moment I change my outfit to my uh, turban uh, uniform which is like a, a black uh, pants and black shirt white ribbons around the arms and two turbans one I'm wearing a, a red one around my shoulders like a scarf or shawl and one is around, wrapped around my head which is blue so I walk around her, reach out for any Kevlar armor that fits, well, big enough, <laughs> bigger than me. And I ask, mm. I, can I adjust this? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's quite impressive. So Feel free. It doesn't take me, it doesn't go as fast as my normal change because I'm not accustomed to this. So it, it, I'm going to spend like a couple of minutes just trying to bend it and change it to fit me the best it can. 
yeah she kind of yeah she lets you kind of experiment with it and moves on to mini and says well is there any particular equipment that you think would help enhance your abilities or any protective gear that you or just actually aesthetics are surprisingly important in this line of work you have to be recognizable and so is there a particular style that you want to go for Minnie's gonna wander around and pick out seemingly completely mismatching things but they like totally work so like some hover boots would be cool she likes the idea of floating around so um and particularly since she can control like whether things are heavy or light like if they're quite basic hover boots like i'm not assuming that she can just get the power of flight from these things she can make herself super light so can then like manipulate around that and mean that she can be a bit more useful at different height levels and yeah some like vaguely protective costumey stuff i like the idea of it looking like proper classic comic book bright colors that shouldn't work together but somehow you just accept it. Yeah. And then, like, puts her shoe shop uniform shirt over the top <laughs> and, like, ties the ends together. Like, it's a shirt, and but it's just tied together, so it's, like, comic book stuff and then shoe shop thing. Like... I love it. Asymmetrically kind of tied. She's cool, man. <laughs> kind of like Rogue's T-shirt that she wears over her ones. Yes! Oh, my gosh, yes! Yes, like that but even cooler. Yeah, <laughs> Minnie doesn't really need... What, Minnie might get a laser gun if there's that, because then she can manipulate the light. That would be cool. She could send it around Ooh. corners. That would be that cool. Is, yeah. That's cool Absolutely. as hell. I, like, I don't know how much you want to give us. Like, this is, <laughs> this is the sort of thing that, t- to me, having played mostly D&D and Pathfinder-based stuff, like equipment is so scarce at the beginning. Yeah. The idea of just like mm. starting like, hey, Infinity is like it's blowing my mind so yeah um my character looks cool and has a laser gun how's that That, yeah i love imaginary games yeah (laughs) also they're cooler than me yeah cool add that now that sounds fantastic yeah you can absolutely have uh would you prefer like a really chunky sort of space looking shotgun thing or a little a little revolver what kind of gun you hoping for options um it's small it's something i think actually it's left there accidentally as and it's intended as like to be in the gift shop (laughs) that people (laughs) go on the way out of Taj because it's a relatively like weak and and small laser and it looks kind of you you know that chromey plasticky thing where things are that silver but they have that iridescence to them Mm -hmm. which also Minnie's hair and eyes have um so it kind of matches but it's a it's a relatively like small toy laser gun but the fact is that she can manipulate light in all sorts of ways so we'll be able to use that for interesting things but it it goes with her aesthetic that's the important thing awesome that sounds incredible and Joseph, what is Joseph doing yes. in this in this playground? You already have access to so many resources anyway. This is the, this but, is the thing. I think I yeah. think uh, you know it's a bit, it's a big room and there's a lot lots of stuff going on here. I think the first thing Joseph will do is while kind of everyone else is being shown around and and Vera's sort of talking to the others, he's just going to kind of wander off in the vague direction of of where Vera kind of pointed out there being you know gadgets and and that kind of stuff but taking like a, a sort of a, a wider kind of arc to get as close to the center of the room as possible and while reaching that point is just going to very quietly plant one of Aquila's uh, monitoring devices on the underside of one of these shelves for sure yeah i think uh, i'm just trying to work out if they should, we should do a rule for that but i think no yeah absolutely you just gently slip a bug in an unobtrusive place, it's very unlikely that someone's going to find it in this huge room. And I hopefully give her some access to what's in this room, the size of the room, the shape of the room, yeah, all that kind of stuff. And then I will, I'll move off and I just want to check out the I check out the gadgets. Like, and it's more in a sort of. Is any of this better than what I already have access to? <laughs> Probably not, to be honest. Yeah. Maybe even like slightly out of date 
this is a government agency after all. <laughs> Man, yeah, unimpressed. Is there anything on the aesthetic side that you want to look into? Because that may be that may be where Aquila is more lacks in what she offers. Sure, I don't think I don't think Joseph is come out of himself enough to consider that kind of thing at, at this moment in time like his his costume is entirely you know functional and i don't think he's in a he's not at a point in his life where he's like but what if i put some flair on it <laughs> we've got an arc damn it accessorize <laughs> yeah so i i think i i think not there's there's kind of not much here for him probably something i would have given myself anyway and it just just depends how liberal Maddie's going to be with what gadgets I can and can't have beyond the ones that are actually written on my character sheet so in the interest of actually having a function behind this I'm guessing these guys have like smoke bombs yeah yeah absolutely I'm gonna I'll grab some smoke bombs nice they're pretty universal um i'll I'll just Mm -hmm. just i guess in the sort of it's more like him giving a show of taking something rather than actually taking Mm -hmm. something that he feels like he needs yeah you could probably get more efficient smoke bombs at home (laughs) we have smoke bombs bombs at at home home. why are you buying them why are you going out to buy them uh but I'll, i'll grab some of those great and morgan i believe that we haven't considered your aesthetics yet either i mean i i just need to be able to move really I suppose is there some kind of like can I not just wear my jeans and t-shirt or is that Vera looks at you with with some affection but also just like no sweetie is the very obvious vibe okay. of... I mean Morgan is very happy to be led like I don't know like the more fashion people so maybe Adib would you like to help me <laughs> Like all Morgan wants, she kind of wants her guns to be out. Not gonna lie, and and the tattoos as well. So I don't know, maybe some kind of what's on offer? Are they like ones? Not onesies. Oh, jumpsuit or yeah, jumpsuits or there are there are kind of tight fitting jumpsuits. There are pieces of armor. There are very minimalist, futuristic looking pieces of clothing. Yeah, there's also more old-fashioned kind of almost costumey ones. Yeah, uh, Morgan will not want like she'll see the old-fashioned kind of costumey ones and be like, absolutely not. I can't be associated with that. So, I think it's like uh, it's quite important to me that my I don't know I I I would like I need skin to be exposed as in not in a a sexy way just like I kind of how my power works I need so obviously I can't be wearing gloves or anything maybe my arms could be out so something like sleeveless yeah cool and maybe like I quite like your your the vest you have Adib is that is there another one of those is that the bulletproof thing uh yeah this one is the bulletproof thing that I I which you can see, like, I've been sweating trying to get this <laughs> bent and controlled. This is new new material for me, so this is uh, not easy. So I would probably pick, uh, like, uh, a sport outfit with uh, yeah. sleeves cut, without a sleeveless. Yeah. And I would put on the uh, Kevlar armor and just weave it together so it just blends with the outfit that you're wearing. That sounds good. Um, I... I like green. Uh, start decorating with threading, uh, like greenery and embroidery of uh, anything that is uh, relevant to grass and uh, plants. Yeah, and could you maybe like weave some of my tattoos that are like Celtic knots into absolutely. the absolutely? So I start into the fabric. I start weaving along with the fabric designs similar to the tattoos. That is so and I'm cool. I'm trying to make them like a continuation with the where mm. it reaches the uh, sleeveless part cut off it just blends in with the uh, uniform wow that's that's awesome and I, I guess maybe does does everyone else have a mask is it just oh I have this thing like I have something covering have my domino. eye but I also like I wrap a part of it around my face so it hides a bit more <laughs> uh, and obviously yeah I've, 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 I wear a full face helmet like it's a <laughs> mm. uh, 
just to clarify, is this the is this the Daft Punk style helmet or is this the post Daft Punk style helmet? I think this is the post Daft Punk style helmet because because Morgan once commented <laughs> that my helmet kind of looked like the guy from Daft Punk, so I changed it immediately. <laughs> I went oh. I went home and was like, Mom, I need a new helmet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, referring back to our character building episode. If anyone missed it, <laughs> Morgan would be like, Oh, you didn't you have a different helmet last time? This is nice, though. It's cool. Oh, thanks. I just thought, you know, it was uh, last one was kind of impractical. This one's a bit more streamlined. Oh right, yeah. Well, I guess it's. A, I don't think I want a helmet. It's a bit bulky. Like one of a mask, like a Deeb's, would be good. So maybe like you could find a little green domino mask. Yeah, absolutely. You can find one in a in a rack of many, many different masks Ooh. of all shapes and sizes. You can pick out the the ideal one for your needs. Uh, Realising now that she's supposed to have a mask, Minnie will find, I'm going to guess, some extremely expensive and advanced material that she just does not clock is supposed to be used for something completely different, but it's really iridescent. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is it like an invisibility cloak? <laughs> yeah, something like that, but like the wrong way round. Love it. Um, <laughs> so it doesn't have the invisibility kind of powers, but like she really likes the fabric. Cloak. Yeah, so it's a visibility cloak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all of the, the sort of ref- weird refractions of the technology that's behind the invisible cloak to make it work. But like, that's what she thinks is cool. So turns that into a kind of domino mask that then gets tied behind her head yeah Vera looks at you and thinks about saying something you can see her pausing and then just decides so good yeah and then she decides just like it's not worth it (laughs) just works yeah Yeah. just works yeah it looks it looks sick (laughs) so and once you've satisfied yourself with all the toys and costumes that your hearts could desire she gathers you together and says well obviously um we've got uh zenith and we've got turban but Minnie and Morgan have you put any thought into what kind of hero name you want to have um my mum calls me Solatrix that's that's pretty what does it mean uh it's kind of like the Minnie is trying to directly translate a Mm. concept that does not exist (laughs) it's it's like you know the moment when a solar flare uh, collapses in on itself and releases a certain form of radiation that is particularly good for uh, refraction into a specific kind of musical, like, just realises that she's completely lost yeah. everyone. Morgan, blank so, face. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that, like, like that, but small, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like like if someone says that something is is a small version of a big bigger thing like a like, yeah <laughs> that's it um it's totally human <laughs> great yeah um no that that works for me with the solar element and your heliokinesis that sounds pretty mm. good to me um yeah Morgan, obviously no pressure. There's plenty of time to figure these things out. But if you have any ideas, it would be great to hear. Uh, Well, oh, I didn't know that I'd have to come up with a name, I guess. Do you have any suggestion? Um, She kind of leafs through her notes for a second. She's like, well, uh, I suppose with your ability to channel life force from other living things we could go with something like siphon yeah that um that works i think siphon cool um as long as long as you're sure we don't want to you're gonna be stuck with this for a while <laughs> so you gotta you gotta make sure you like it wait people can choose their hero names it's not like the newspapers to decide well i suppose there are different origins for all sorts of things um I know Chanteur was given that name by the public when they noticed uh, his amazing singing, but other ones burst onto the scene and was like, I am so-and-so. Like, I could have just announced myself with a cool name instead of just seeing in the newspapers they decided to call me Turban. Like, I, I don't mind it, but I would have, like, if I had the choice, I would have spent more time thinking about it. But it's okay. 
All right, fair enough. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can always do a kind of rebrand if you want. No, it's like everybody has your email, and now you have to go tell everybody <laughs> I have a new email. <laughs> it, yeah. it just feels oh, yeah. so much work. I understand? Yeah. Um, yeah, I still have this old like Hotmail email account from when I was like twelve. It's very embarrassing. So. And now, as we have our assembled team and their amazing new aesthetics and names, we're going to take a short break and be right back. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And we're back. So as our heroes are gathered together, all decked out in their new gear or just with a few extra smoke bombs depending <laughs> Vera Constantine gets a message on her communicator she touches a hand to her ear and seems to be having a conversation she kind of holds up a hand in apology and goes a few steps away to take this conversation and you can overhear her saying wait really are you sure all the teams are out we- I've only just onboarded this team surely this can wait <sighs> I suppose, yeah. From from looking at their files, they seem relatively competent. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll do my best. Uh, but if if this goes wrong, this is not on my head, okay? Okay. And uh, she hangs up and turns back to you and says, "Well, uh, looks like your first mission has come in early. It's a very busy day today. We've got loads of teams out and." Uh, Lucky for you, uh, seems that uh, some opportunity to show what you can do has come up. So, yeah, uh, let me just take you to one of our briefing rooms and uh, we can talk this over. Uh, So she leads you out of the warehouse and into a very bland meeting room with, uh, with one of those smart whiteboards that they had when I was in primary school that were so snazzy (laughs) and they're just like completely pointless. (laughs) And... She uh, sits you all down and says, right, so we have an incident at the Castle Hill Mall with a relatively new villain on the scene called the Green Needle. He has this shtick of being themed around cacti. Oh, I love cacti. Oh, right. I thought that it was going to be a sewing thing. That's <laughs> No, yeah, you, you would think, but no, it's to do with like the spines. It's questionable branding, but, well, yeah, that's not the point. Anyway, he is taking some of his minions and just ransacking the place, just taking all the valuable items like the the electrical goods and the jewellery and stuff. And, yeah, there's already a bunch of press outside waiting for, like, some a superhero team to turn up. And there are some civilians in there who are being held hostage at the at this point. So we really need to make sure that this incident is dealt with sensitively. And I know this is putting you in the deep end and this is very much baptism of fire, all those idioms, Mm -hmm. every single idiom. Uh, But do you think you'd be able to do this? It would really help us out. Uh, Yes. Sure, and then afterwards we fixed the prison industrial complex. We're going to get to that one, right? <laughs> well, I'm going to assign that to you as a personal project. Ooh, okay. Take hmm. that on by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'm, I really don't think we have the resources to deal with that right now, but I still applaud your enthusiasm. Uh-huh, okay. Sorry to interrupt, but um, what... How, I mean, what what does this person do? The, the green needle? The green cactus? What? Yeah, the green needle, I believe that he has the ability to send spines out of his skin as a kind of ranged attack. Oh, Ew. does it hurt every time? I honestly don't know, and I'm not sure that I want to know. 
and he can also transform his nails and hair into spines that can be used as uh, melee attacks. Very spine-centric. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, apparently he calls his minion his spines as well, so... It must get quite confusing for him with, like, the very... Everything's the same name, but... Yeah, we can do that. How many targets are we talking about? Well, in terms of the minions that he's got, it's probably about two dozen of them. Oh. And they are, from the intelligence that we have currently, we've tapped into the CCTV over the mall, and it looks like they are guarding the escalators, they are keeping watch, and they're also assisting with the looting and keeping the hostages so that no one interferes with their operations. So... What would be ideal is if you could extract the hostages, make sure they're safe, and if you can neutralise non-lethally these minions and the Green Needle, that would be incredible, but obviously the safety of the civilians is the highest priority. Mm -hmm. Understood. Um, I'm just strong. That's always helpful. And I really can't punch (laughs) if my life depends on it. So this sounds like quite a major operation and you're just sending um like so so is there is there a pres- like is is there a kind of specialist hostage negotiation <laughs> force anywhere on this on this planet I mean city I mean um department yeah because I'm from this planet you know are you so you're just sending some young some young people in I yeah, interesting yeah. okay it's um Honestly, starts furiously taking notes. No, no, no. Honestly, between you and me, this is coming from upstairs. This is not my decision. Coming from upstairs. (laughs) I I mean, my superiors. Mm -hmm. We're really stretched Mm -hmm. quite thin at the moment. There's been a massive increase in uh, supervillain activity the past few weeks. It's inexplicable. We have no idea where it's come from. Do we? Do we know much about uh, his or his minions' motivations? Like. Are there, is there like a lack of jobs, maybe? I'm just wondering how one gets into minioning. That is a very good question, uh, but... Maybe I, I should ask where... them. Is this our, as we're all walking to the the mode of transport? <laughs> yeah, I assume we're on our way somewhere because it seems yeah. quite urgent. <laughs> yes, this is quite urgent. Yeah, I think you are still currently in the briefing room, but Vera is very much looking at her watch and also checking her phone to like look at the CCTV footage of what's happening in the mall. And mm-hmm. it's just like... Yeah, I think uh, we really should be going. I have to stay here and monitor the situation, unfortunately, but um, I will give you the GPS coordinates and you can you can take one of our cars. Could we have uh, one of the tablets that you're using to monitor the CCTV, just um, since you have insight into everything that's going on in there? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, and she reaches into a drawer and pulls out a state-of-the-art tablet. But nothing, nothing compared to what you have on Spec Mark on Five. But well, I mean, it's, but none of none of Minnie's things are already connected to the CCTV. Like uh, Minnie hands uh, one to uh, a, 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 holding her hand out, assuming that there will be more. And uh, do we have any way to communicate with each other? With our... Oh yes, yes, right. that is a very good point. I'm sorry, this is all very rushed. Um, That's fine. I have us covered. Great, amazing. Can anyone drive? A car? No. Yeah. You can drive? Mm-hmm. Zenith can. Okay. I'm going to hand each one of uh, my new teammates a little earpiece. Very small, black. Just fits right in the oh. ear. Tug it beneath my turban. Give it a little tap and we can all we can all communicate with each other. And also, it's definitely not being monitored. <laughs> oh, wonderful. <laughs> How reassuring. I don't say that. <laughs> I'm learning lessons from 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 Minnie. It's like don't say that. <laughs> I'm definitely not monitoring. Right. Okay. So she doesn't. Yeah, so you don't say that, Because right. Minnie would have taken that at face value. Sorry. We'll have some. We'll have some talks later about how to be covert. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Minnie's got some quite straightforward on the table just like questions about how the heck charges run because this this operation is does not seem okay at all uh, it's a government organization what can i say yeah, that's what i keep right. saying but that's what the story i'm sticking to cool anyway i assume that we get in the in the car 
Yes, you get in a big black SUV type vehicle and Zena takes the wheel and uh, drives you up to the mall. It is one of the fanciest malls in the city. It is tailored to a very specific clientele. It is all the kind of designer brands and things that an ordinary person would just be like, why would you spend that much money on a pair of socks? What's even the point? Uh, and there's... Minnie has no conception of what the ordinary, but like, mm, there are some people who spend this much on socks. Yeah. It takes notes. Yeah, that is a fact. <laughs> In terms of the architecture, there's amazing kind of orchid-based art deco, but modernized kind of patterns. And as you come up to the doors there is a gaggle of press there with cameras and uh, flash bulbs and all the all the usual nonsense that they're doing and they're uh, as soon as they see you they're like new superheroes and they rush towards you if there's if it's possible to avoid the public and the press i'm doing it um if it's possible to go around the back yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're in the underground know, car park i'd rather if the options are like go through the press or go through the police, I'm assuming they've surrounded this building. If they know that there's a, I don't know. Are there any police? That. Like that's the. Why point. are we sending I, children? We're driving up. What's the what's the situation around the mall? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like uh, you know, I very rarely enter a situation without looking at it first. Yeah. So as I you know take a sort of circuitous route around the mall and just try and get a a, a fix on like what's going on there. Absolutely. And we could count this as a usage of my be mindful of my surroundings. When you assess the situation before entering into a fight, this could be a fight. I don't yes. know. I can ask an additional question. Fantastic. Even on a, even, it says even on a miss, hmm. but then I don't know what the role is. Yes, the assess the situation is one of your basic moves. Oh, of course it is, which is plus superior. I'm going to do that. Yes, perfect. Please give me an assess the situation role. That's a nine. Nice. As default, you ask one question, but considering your ability, you get to ask two. Yes. Question number one will be least visible point of entry. Where could we enter where we're not going to be bothered or noticed potentially by everyone outside? And second question is going to be... And what here can I use to my advantage that I can see what's going on? All right. So in terms of an entry point, you can see that there is an alleyway leading down the side of the building. And if you peek your head around the corner, there are some kind of staff and fire exits that you can probably, with a very strong person, get through without too much trouble. Uh, And in terms of stuff you can use to your advantage, hmm, what kind of thing are you looking for? I've just had a thought. Is there a spot on the outside of the building where it looks like I could mess with the electronics on the inside, if that makes sense? If I wanted to shut off all the lights inside the mall, if I wanted to, you know, is there is there is there somewhere I could maybe attempt something like that? Yeah, I think in the in the same alleyway you can see that there is a fuse box and yeah, plenty of bits and bobs that you can mess about with. Perfect. That is where I will drop us off i think is uh close close to this to this this quiet place yeah, i think as soon as like a big black suv drives up like even remotely within the vicinity there there is some interest from the press but i think if you're quick enough and just dart down the alleyway um you can get there before like and the press will probably want to stick in the location they're not gonna stray too far from their beat so yeah you've definitely been spotted but they're not going to come after you at this point great morgan is absolutely just going to be following zenith like he has some sort of training and knows how to deal with a situation like this (laughs) yeah and from my experience with zenith like he got he starts walking i just follow behind it is the only situation and kind of situation I know how to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> Going to a coffee shop was challenging. So what do you want to do with this fuse box, this uh, collection of wires that can magically do things because I know nothing about electronics? I just want to rig up, uh, if you'll let me, uh, some kind of simple device that's going to let me trigger the but basically just a shutdown of the electronics within the mall i want to try and i don't want to do it to start with because that's announcing our presence immediately mm-hmm. but if i can i would like to to try and set up a, a kind of remote shutdown of mm-hmm. the mall's power 
Cool. Um, I will say that this is probably an unleash your powers role, because even though this isn't okay. a superpower, this is part of your kind of enhanced abilities, if that makes sense. All right. So that is plus freak. Yeah. I get a plus one when acting on the answers to assess the situation. Amazing. So I'm going to take a plus one on this because my freak is zero. Please be good. Oh, that's double sixes plus one. Woo! Uh, 13. Incredible. <laughs> the dice know. The dice yeah. know you are doing what you are trained to do. Yeah. Good. Fantastic. So, yeah, absolutely. You have a device in your hand with a convenient button that you know when you, as soon as you press it, the entire mole's power is going to be disabled at your whim. Yeah. I open up the fuse box very quickly, rig something up in there, and then close it back up again and... All right. Morgan's going to just grab Zenith quickly and be like, um, I, I might be able to make people fall asleep. I, I, I just feel like that might be useful to know right now. Great. Yeah, use it. Cool. I have to get quite close to them. Oh, I can bring them close. <laughs> oh, team up! <laughs> uh, Minnie puts down both of her coffees. <laughs> uh, well, one is a hot chocolate uh, in the car. I, and use both <laughs> cup holders and then and then follows. Excellent. It's a shame because there's still some of the hot chocolate left. It was just really rich. Mm. So it's taken it's taken two episodes to drink. Kind of lukewarm now. Hmm. Yeah. Than, but. yeah. But it's still good. It's still good. Before we go in, can we check out Minnie's tablet and see if see what the situation is inside? Oh, I thought we all got one. No, okay. So Minnie then tried to hand one over and then was only given Government one. agency, they definitely gave us one. <laughs> Wonderful. <team>. Okay, <laughs> amazing. Yeah, so Minnie turns it around so you can all see. Uh, and it's like, there's clearly quite a few different feeds. But I'm going to guess that one of the main feeds is of wherever Spikey McSpikes is. Yes, you can absolutely see that the Green Needle himself is on the upper level of the mall. So there are two levels above the ground floor with escalators mm -hmm. going between them. And there are kind of glass barriers and balconies. But yeah, there's very clearly a very long drop if anyone were to be chucked off one of these upper levels. Does the mall have a glass roof? Often, you know, there's a, a skylight type situation. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to say there's a skylight in there. And you can also see that there are minions stations at the base and the top of the escalators, uh, helping the Green Needle with extracting electronics and jewellery and other valuable items from the shops on the top floor. And also you can see that if you scroll through the feeds, you can see that in an entertainment store full of like DVDs that no one buys anymore, there are a cluster of frightened-looking civilians surrounded by minions. All right, should we start with helping the hostages or should we go to the bad guy first? Yeah, we could drop something heavy on him from above. I can make things heavy, by the way, you know, or light, you know. She hovers upwards slightly and then <laughs> lower, like, you know, like myself, you know. What, what a way to learn about each other. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Every day is a school day. Uh, so, you know, we could do that, take it off at the top, or we could, we could, you know, sneak in. I can't make people invisible, but I can kind of bend light a bit. Uh, you know, normal things. <laughs> I can punch through a wall. That's cool. <laughs> How big a wall? Depends how many living things there are nearby. Okay. Uh, we should really, really move. What's your call? Should we head, head straight up to Green Needle or should we tackle the hostages first? Hostages. All right. Okay. You can tell that the hostages are being kept on the, what, in the UK we would call the first floor, but in the US you would call the second floor. Mm. <laughs> are, are you talking ground first or first, second so in the UK, it would be go ground first, and then the US would be first, second, I think. <laughs> yeah, and I think in different places around the world, like, they, I don't know who uses One which. One set of stairs up. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> but in chapter, in chapter, it goes second, third. Yeah. There's no first then, floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the basement counts as the first floor. It's <laughs> the first floor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's, 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 get, in, let's get inside. Should we uh, crawl up the outside and go through a window or something to go straight to the right floor? Or, like, 
you know, what what would be a normal human way to approach this? <laughs> well, if you're going to go outside, from outside, I throw up one of my uh, ribbons and it's it clings on something and it's now we have a rope to go up. Oh, great. Is there a window that would allow us in at the correct floor? Yes, you are in a side alley um, near some staff entrances and fire exits and above you, you can see that there are windows that presumably lead into sort of office space for the people who run the mall. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there is a window that Adib's rope has kind of attached itself to the windowsill of that you can presumably get yourself in through. All right, let's go. Uh, Okay, I mean, Morgan will uh, obey, climb the rope, no skill, all brute force, just (laughs) hand over hand, feet aren't touching. Without like making a big deal of it, Minnie's going to make Morgan slightly lighter like while oh. she's climbing so that it thank you that's easier. so not necessary but appreciated <laughs> thank you just sees that she's struggling and doesn't realize it's a technique thing rather than a strength thing so it probably actually makes it harder because then your body doesn't feel quite right and it's... i like accidentally throw myself up a little bit <laughs> yeah. past the window like, oh okay um and i'm just gonna with no thought of trying to be quiet or any kind of stealth She's just going to, like, punch the window so, like, just so that we can go through. She's just going to smash, like, <laughs> you didn't tell me not to do that. I, I so. like the, the idea that every time great. Pip puts his hand over his mouth with the, that is also what Zenith is doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not that you can tell because of the mask. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. Yeah, absolutely. You burst through into this very dull-looking office space and presumably step back to let your fellow... Well, Morgan's going to stick her head out the window and be like, I'm in, does anyone need a hand up? Minnie will make herself lighter and like, and just hover up. I'm like assuming the hover boots are kind of quite weak, and so for most people, it would allow you to hover like an inch off the ground when you turn yeah. them on. But because Minnie can like make herself lighter, she just kind of... Ooh, and then yeah. go step through the door <laughs> and then makes herself heavy again. I like that so much. <laughs> uh, you could, when it turns into things like actual flight that impacts fights and stuff, you can totally make me roll for it. But I'm going to say for like functional yeah. things like this, just your your discretion. Like absolutely makes absolute sense. I can I can pull you up if you need. She, as she tugs on the rope, and I can help. I'm here now. All right, Zenith, you're up. I just kind of turn to look at uh, Adib for a second, and again, you're just looking into this like faceless black helmet with, with fingerprint. Uh, look <laughs> from the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Good. Uh, and then look up at, at like uh, Morgan, you know, head sticking out of the shattered really window, really eager, keen face, <laughs> and half using Adib's rope and kind of half not I'm just going to go up the wall uh, you know there's enough little bits and bits of things to grab onto and you know broken bits of brick and you know pipes hanging out the side of this wall I just I just go up the wall and yeah. just hop through the window and uh, very quietly so you can all still hear it because it's you know we all have these communicators very quietly I'm just going to say maybe the element of surprise is our friend here so let's try and be quiet oh right okay yeah right yeah sure <laughs> all right so originally i was gonna just pull myself as fast as i can <laughs> like a fast lift but now i'm just going up slowly so i don't make noise there's very much the definition of like the horses have already left the barn (laughs) (laughs) quietly closing the door behind them (laughs) morgan will put her hand out the window and just like if you'll take her hand yeah i would uh adib reaches out will um just lift you like as if you weigh nothing just like pull you through the window when you've got close enough incredible and say we have to be quiet forgetting that they we've got the communication things in (laughs) And now, as you all have made your way into the building, ready to strike like the crack team that you are, (laughs) we're going to end the episode there for today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Chapter Multiverse. And before we end the episode, I would like to ask each of our wonderful players where we can find them. And so let's ask Ahmed. Hi, I'm Ahmed Al-Jabri and you can find me at Mr. Al-Jabri 
everywhere, but I'm always available on Twitter. And Lydia. I'm Lydia Nicholas, and uh, I too am on Twitter. Not always, though. Sometimes I sleep. At Lydia Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. And Pip. Hi, I'm Pip Gladwin, and I too am on Twitter, because multiple people in my life told me I had to be. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Pip underscore Gladwin, and uh, uh, yep. <laughs> and Larry. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, also, wow, just going to follow the crowd on Twitter at Lurie Tweets. Listen to other Rusty Quill things as well, as well as lots of other uh, audio dramas. They're amazing. But the one that I am most invested in right now, apart from this one, is Enthusiasm. We talk about lovely things. It's nice. Yeah. And you can find me on Twitter at Maddie underscore abstract, where there are links to all the various things that I do. And we hope to see you next time on Chapter Multiverse. But until then, from all of us here in the space between worlds, goodbye. Goodbye. Chapter and Multiverse is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, share-alike, 4.0 international license. It is directed by Maddie Searle and produced by Natasha Johnston with executive producers Alexander J. Newell and April Sumner. The Eternal Tavern Keeper was played by Kareem Cronfley. This episode was edited by Lorian Davis, Tessa Vroom, and Maddie Searle, with music by Nicova Teze. Thank you for listening. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.